Hey folks, welcome down to this week's episode of Paddy Talks Golf, brought to you every week by SeedGolf.com. They are legends among people, of men and women, of kids, boys and girls. They're offering premium quality golf balls at half the price. Sure, why wouldn't you? So head over and try them today. The show is sponsored by Drew's Golf. What's the difference? Well, they're both great companies. Seed uh, have been here since the start, and Drew's Golf support me in everything I do, so I have massive appreciation for the team there. And they were born in Ireland, they now operate out of Scotland, we're all Celts at the end of the day, and they support a lot of jobs in this country. Um, so yeah, check out Drew's Golf. They've recently launched Spring Summer 21. I wear them every day really comfy for work on and off the course as well. Today's episode is why you're here. Today's episode is why you chain and why you have pressed play. And it's actually an episode I've tr we tried to nail down three times before I got it right. Without any further ado, a great conversation to be had with Amy Condon, Rhoda De Roisin. this week's episode uh unbeknownst to all of you listening including you mom this is my like this is our like fourth time trying to do this <laughs> so I guess, and, and three of those times have been my fault <laughs> amy condon how's it going not too bad how are you keeping um not too bad at all um do you have this you obviously have patience like built in right yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that comes to, I suppose, with the amount of juniors you have in, in Ann Park. Amy, um, can we tell everybody here where you're based? Uh, we'll go with that first. Where, where are you based at the moment? Perfect. Um, so I'm based in Ellen Park Golf Club over in Donnybrook in Dublin. So I'm in final year doing my assistancy here under Peter Morgan. Look, can you, I asked this question in a podcast before and it was kind of lost on on who I was asking it to, so people can check the back collection and really check who, who the question was lost on. I don't think it'd be lost on you. Ellen Park comes across to me as being like um, fun, all-encompassing in terms of open-door policy, um, excited for new members, excited about what the game can do from a community perspective. Is that true? It is, a, I will say it is a private members club. Um, but apart from that, like, you know, absolutely 100%, it absolutely is. It's very welcoming and there's a lovely atmosphere around the golf club as well, which is great, you know, like, especially amongst the members, like everyone knows everybody, you know, everybody's, you know, related in some way, which is fantastic, you know? So it's, it's really, really, really is a lovely golf club. Yeah, what, what I mean from that is, and the question that was asked and the other person I'm going to ask now, could you describe, I suppose, the culture of the club in Ellen Park? If I want to be a member, right, can you describe what it's like uh, being a member in Ellen Park? Um, that's a good question. Like, I'd say, like, you know, again, like, everyone is so nice, you know, Um everyone is so club orientated like it really really is a family golf club and it's honestly it is just it's so lovely to be amongst all the members and you know you see like the grandparents and then you see their kids bringing their kids and it really really is a really nice golf club 
Yeah, that's that's what I mean by so people might get turned away by the mention of private members club. That's not. I suppose it's not the American take on a private member because it just means you need you need to be a member to play kind of thing is my understanding of it. Uh, and what I mean is you're more than welcome to have new people come in the gates to be members. That's, One hundred, yeah. absolutely. Amy Condon, what's your earliest memory in golf? Oh my good God, my earliest memory of golf is is actually being on the camogie pitch in school, hitting a tennis ball with a pitching wedge. Would you believe? Describe to me how that came about then. <laughs> um, well, I suppose like I played hockey quite competitively in school and I went to Our Ladies in Terranier and the principal at the time, she was obviously a golf member in South County, which is now Lachine Springs. Um, so she set up a golf program that we went up um, every Friday after school and we got lessons then with Ramey Burns, the head professional. Um, at the time so it's kind of really from there that I absolutely adored it like you know and I suppose I had the coordination from hockey then too which was fantastic so I wouldn't say that you know it came naturally to me like <laughs> Ramey Burns like cursed me at that age being like you have the worst grip in the whole of Ireland <laughs> you know but I suppose like I just put the work in and you know so now it's great. So what made it fun for you to keep playing throughout your teenage years then? I have to be honest, I kind of dipped in and out of it um, throughout school. Like I absolutely adored playing hockey and then got a couple of injuries while playing hockey. Like I tore my hip flexor and was breaking bones left, right, here and centre. So I just kind of like I loved the competitive side of golf. And so that's why, you know, I kept I kept with it, I suppose, and had the opportunity then to go up to the Darren Clark Golf School at the time in fourth year. And then I spent the year up there going, what is it, back and forth from Greenmount. And then our winter training ground was over in Spain and over in Desert Springs. So it was great. So a couple of things. One, yes, God, you won't have someone running down the fairway to hit you with a stick like you would in hockey. So I suppose there's that to it. And secondly, you mentioned the Darren Clark School as if like very offhandish, but there's much more to it than that. So how, what is the, what is that school up north and how did you get into it? So it's basically, well, it was, it's actually called the Lee Westwood School now, the Lee Westwood School of Golf. Um, and I don't know if it's still there to be perfectly honest with you. But when I was there, it was, it was the best experience that I've actually ever done. We went up once a week, every month, and we played golf from eight o'clock in the morning until maybe six or seven in the evening. And there was a group of us, it was myself, two other girls. Um, and then there was, I think, eight or nine boys, which was great, you know, and it was it was brilliant. Um, and then how I got into that was Ramey Burns, you know, again in Lachine, he turned around to me and was like, would you be interested in it, doing a transition year program? And I was like, absolutely, 100%. So then I met with Donald Scott was the coordinator at the time. Um, so I met with him and then got the ball rolling and then did the TY program. And it was honestly, it was the best experience ever. Like the coaches up there were fantastic. Really, really was a big eye opener to golf. Okay, I'm going to check if that program is still running. And if it is, or one like it in the country, I'm going to stick it up on the website and we might, as uh, we might, uh, what does it call it? Well, the shout from the rooftops that is still available. And uh, Donald Scott was on the podcast. So 
I'll just I'll have a, I'll have a quick check in with, with Mr. Scott and see like what, what's the story there or let's make a, a bit of awareness around it or something like it. Um, they're doing some working cracks and over the wall here, so may, maybe it's probably not true down on your side. They're cutting down a Brazilian trees, uh, not Brazilian <laughs> trees, they're cutting down a couple of trees, but like they're just over the wall from my house. So for people listening, that's what it is. No one's knocking down the walls around your house. If you're listening <laughs> yeah. on those ear, ear, and those noise canceling headphones. You ever like put them on and something happens in the background of a podcast? You're like, shit, what? what's happening? Yeah. No. Um, so when for you, and it might have been due to injury, did hockey start and golf become a little bit more serious? Or was there any other sports involved? Um, no, it was mainly just hockey and golf at the time. Um, I played hockey very competitively in school and stuff. Um, and then it was kind of in sixth year where I started, you know, to get a couple more injuries more than I wanted to. I was breaking fingers. I was cracking bones. I tore my hip flexor, which which was just outrageously sore. So hockey is hockey's like quite tough. I always, like I Andy Gray was a good friend of mine back in college and he was involved with Hockey Ireland and I always mistook it for like a soft sport. But no. by Jesus, it doesn't sound it doesn't sound too soft from here. They're soft and hockey, they should not go in the same sentence like at all. But it's honestly like it's probably like if I could still play it now and if I could still run, you know, and play it, I'd absolutely I'd still be doing it. You know. I play golf because it is a soft sport. I used to play, hur- I used to play hurling, but luckily, well, I used to stop other people from playing hurling, would be more accurate. Um, but yeah, I never broke anything, but luckily, um, the only thing that can hurt me in golf is maybe my own golf swing and wrap, me, wrap myself around my neck. But um, golf for you, when it became like a sport of choice, but when did it become like career of choice? Was there like a compelling event or a recognition of, you know, I want to explore this a bit more? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, going back to the Darren Clark, Clark Golf School, like I obviously got the grow for it then. Um, and then I wanted to stay up there and do the, their equivalent of fifth and sixth year. But my dad wanted me to come back here and, you know, do the Irish Leaving Cert. So I went, did the Leaving Cert. It didn't go my way. Like I did okay, you know, um, but I you didn't, didn't learn off enough to spew out on a certain time and date. <laughs> my memory is not as good that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> about it's that. a memory test Leave it is and it's so infuriating test. but anyway that's a whole other story yeah, that's a different but, that's an entirely different podcast though. exactly <laughs> but um so i did my leaving cert i got my results and then i went and i i kind of i i dipped in and out of the pga you know i was kind of hemming and hawing about it and i still like my handicap was still quite high at the time um, I was off a handicap of 10, so obviously, you know, couldn't do the PGA off a handicap of 10. So I did a year in DIT doing sports management, and I was like, you know, this could open a couple of doors and we'll see how it goes. Well, it was polar opposite to what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and honestly, I just hated that whole year of going to college in Dublin. It was not for me. I just had no motivation. I was the not- The Dublin different. part or the course itself? The which, sorry? The Dublin part 
as in like having to go into Dublin for college or was it actually like the course material that wasn't up your street? Oh no, it was both. Like I don't live too far from town. Like I'm only based in town here in Dublin. Like and still that 20 minute bus ride in the morning at seven o'clock. No, thank you. <laughs> you know, um, and then the course itself, like I just kind of thought, you know, maybe it might be a bit of biology, anatomy. And it was just solely business. It was like accounting, finance, management, communication and was not for me <laughs> so then I was kind of I had done transition year work experience under Carlo Donald and Newlands in fourth year as well as being in and out of the Darren Clark Golf School and he had kind of kept me on then through school I was working kind of every weekend and which was brilliant experience and then obviously was so unhappy in college in Dublin and just turned to him one day and I was like what if I was to do the PGA? <laughs> would you coach me and would you help me? And he said, absolutely no problem. So then I worked literally more or less, like I was the first person in the golf course and I was the last person to leave at night for a solid two years straight. And um, like I put the work in and I got the results, you know, and I suppose I did miss out on the J1 and, you know, the interrailing with the girls, but it was it was definitely worth it to be in you know to be doing the career that I'm currently doing at the minute so so why do you want to go interrelating with the girls which which to be honest is depending on the girls you hang out with isn't the most hygienic couple of weeks you spend on trains and stuff bringing a mountain of baby wife's baby with you um but the PGA can kind of offer you some extent of of travel if you look into that in terms of by doing my full PGA, I can literally teach anywhere in the world, as opposed to if I was a teacher, I'm only able to teach in Ireland versus anywhere else. Like, Is that the way you look at it? Or? Oh, 100%. Like the PGA, like that's the one like fantastic thing about it. Like you can go anywhere with that degree under your belt, which is really kind of what appealed to me the most, you know, um, like it's recognized in all countries so it's brilliant so like that's the hope hopefully sometime soon is to well within the next year fingers crossed when I finish final year is to go over to the states and maybe work with you know Bishop's Gate and Shadow under Shadow some of the coaches out there and so fingers crossed it all goes my way but that's the plans anyway well there's been a couple of people on the podcast um maybe don't mention you were on the podcast might give you a better in <laughs> but like so like Aaron O'Callaghan and Cookie Good Steve he's involved at Wake Forest there and and, and Keelan McDonough yeah um, good friend of mine is in uh, is in New Jersey and he's with uh, Mike Mike Adams who's like number two best oh wow on the planet so well in the US but sure that is a planet but that's the way or they look at it um, that's kind of the, the longer term plan is to travel with the PGA which is brilliant so what's the plan to achieve in Ellen Park for you? what legacy will Amy Condon leave at, at Ellen Park Ooh, hopefully that's a good question you know like I suppose like I've worked very closely with the juniors here in Allen Park like over the last two or three years and you know I absolutely adore working with the kids like there's literally no better feeling when you see them get that ball up off the ground for the very very first time you know and like that to me is the most rewarding part of my job that's um, interesting because my my wife's niece is mm -hmm eight and like i would have taken to the range from the road from the uk um just hit the ball or whatever you know have a good time wear whatever you want um it's fun just to be out swinging something and swing as fast as you can if you hit it then great but she went for her first like proper like golf lesson at the weekend 
and loved it, right? Yeah. And was like the only girl of a class at 12, right? So yeah. it was like, but she was better than everybody else, right? Because she's part Irish, obviously. But um, the first thing I did was I sent, we FaceTimed the day before with her mother and I was like, oh, like Leona Maguire is playing in Hawaii and so is Stephanie Meadow and so is Georgia Hall because like she's English and you know just as she's a bit of old right I have to like walk that segue he brought that subject fairly if it was my daughter just pure to be Leona Maguire and Stephanie Meadow but anyway what I'm saying is it's great to have those like role models there now so when you're teaching junior golf in Ellen Park do you leverage like the girls and, and boys on tour uh, to say, you know, have a look at these uh, this evening when you go home, you know, or do you just oh, focus purely on what you do? No, no, of course, like 100%. Like, you know, I would kind of always do, you know, I'd always try and incorporate a game, say, for instance, at the end of the week and be like, you know, who can name, you know, the, the most or who can name the most, or who can name, you know, um, all the lady female golfers that are on tour that are Irish at the moment, you know? So I always do try and incorporate that and bring awareness and, you know, help them realize like who is on tour and that they're Irish as well, which is brilliant, you know? And you'd actually be surprised, like so many of them actually really do understand and know who's, who's representing us. So it's brilliant. Because I know when I was a kid, like that's the first place I looked was like, if I was into football, it was like David Beckham. You know, it was quite, it was quite visible, right? Yeah. Um, for more than his hair, he was actually quite good at football as well. Um, so like, that's what kids look to now. They look like who's on, who can I find and see what they're doing. Like I have a deep interest in it or whatever. You know, whether they're good or not. Both the pros, whether the person on tour is good or not, whether they're winning or not. You know. Yeah. So, like, Ellen Park is like, I can see it as, I've heard that it's been a great junior program that's growing and growing and growing. So, like, is there something specific that you do at Ellen Park, lessons-wise, or, like, engagement-wise with kids, or, or not? Like, is there, like, an engagement program in place, or do you, do you just make it really fun every day? You, you tell me. Like, how, how, is it so, how is it so much of a success that me in another county, possibly outside the country, kind of has heard about the great stuff you're doing at Ellen Park? See, literally, honestly, you make it as fun and as easy to understand as possible. Like, and obviously safety is number one. But once, you know, once they're safe, then the fun comes. And then, you know, and it's how you deliver it as well. You know, like they don't want to hear all the complicated stuff. They just want to know ball goes in line with the belly button, bend the knees, swing back, make an L, sweep the ground and hold your finish. You know? An easy game when you put it like that. Don't I should try that? <laughs> that makes it a really easy game. <laughs> um, what's your approach then to teaching? Is it just juniors you teach, or do you teach like an array of different types of member? No, so I'd work, I'd obviously work very closely with the juniors here in Allen Park, and then I'd work closely with them as well with the ladies, and then as well, like I teach a couple of guys as well, which is brilliant, you know. So there's definitely like there's so much opportunity here to coach in Allen Park, and it's honestly, it's probably, well, of course, like it is the best job that you could actually get as an assistant because there's just so many aspects of the job that you just, you know, you get used to and you get familiarized with. And it's it's brilliant. It's a bit of everything, which is which is great. If you were to tell fourteen year old Amy Condon, yeah. either 
something to get better at golf quicker, specific to you, of course, or expectations of the PGA or of that commute to Dublin, what would you say? I would say take everything in your stride and don't get as wound up as you used to, <laughs> you know, and maybe don't have as much as a short fuse. <laughs> um, I suppose, like, no, that would be my advice to my 14-year-old self, 100%. And don't be so hard on yourself. Like, Jesus, life is tough enough as it is. Not especially the last 14 months. Um, <laughs> for anybody... Um, male or female looking to enter the PGA or go through the PGA um, can you set some expectations around that in terms of like how to go through it effectively seeing as you're near the end of it now absolutely like I would just say obviously before you do think about doing the PGA just play as much as possible and if you are thinking about doing it shadow as many coaches as you can that's probably the one thing that I didn't do that kind of you know like I'm, I'd still shadow under Peter Morgan and I'd still shadow, you know, a couple of the guys whenever they're teaching as well. But just get as much experience in the field as possible, you know. And then regarding the PGA work, just keep doing it. Like just keep tipping away at it. Do not leave it build up. And Mary said, this, Mary Dyer said the same thing. She was on next week. So that's the spoiler for everybody listening this week. Wow. Was, was keep, keep on top of it. And she's like, she's quite... OCD doesn't yeah. like overthinking. She was like, once she gets it, it's done. No, you, you the same? Because like once you let it, like because there's there can be a lot of modules on Canvas or whatever. That's kind of like our portal, and like I normally get so overwhelmed when I see them all listed. But like once you go through them, you're fine, you know. So like I have my final exams next week now, starting on Monday the 26th when golf gets back, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, but I've just I've just kept up on top of it and got my assignments in, and hopefully now the exams will will go my way. They'd be handy. They'd be handy for someone who's prepared as you are. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you're much more prepared than I am. And I'm trying to run a somewhat unprofessionally professional show here. Um, a woman in golf, is there a difference between being a woman in golf and a man in golf from your perspective? Um, yes and no. You know, like apart from the tea's been a little bit forward, but like... But that's something I'm trying to change myself saying. So like, yeah. I'm trying to change myself from saying the ladies' tees, right? Okay, what would you refer them on? Well, the forward tees is what I, I'm trying to call them. Because, like, where I grew up, it was always, like, the red, like, do you call them the colour they are or, or like, the other ladies' tees. But, like, true, like, I don't know if it's, it's not politically correctness because I am of the opinion that golf courses used to tee off as to where your ability is. Mm-hmm. So they should be called the forward tees or the red ones. So yeah. like people off like twenty four plus should all be off the red tees, if you ask me. Right, uh, ballpark, ballpark twenty four and captain. I'm going to comment <laughs> if that's okay. That's fine. I don't want to offend people. <laughs> no problem with offending people. They know where I live. <laughs> they know. They know where I work. <laughs> <laughs> but like. You, is there any, like Hazel Cavan had to overcome um, quite a bit mm. when she was a lady in sport, but like on the course with other pros competing. Um, have you seen any sign of that or like being a female in a pro shop? Have you, is there any certain obstacles to overcome? I hope there haven't, but ha- has there been? 
No, being perfectly honest with you, you know, like every, obviously the PGA is very male orientated, but honestly, there is nothing but support from other pros. You know, like I could ring, say for instance, I could ring Lee Campbell in Armagh, or else I could ring Thomas Gracie in Eden Moore Golf Club and they pick up the phone and not an issue whatsoever. You know, and then just like, say, for instance, like in the pro shop, you'd have, you know, somebody coming in or whatever and they'd be like, oh, you know, can I book a lesson? And I'd be like, yeah, of course, let me check uh, Peter's diary. And, you know, you'd go and you'd get chatting to them and they and next of all, they go, oh, are you a pro? Are you, are you a pro as well? And I'm kind of just like, yeah, <laughs> like I'm not standing here doing nothing. Yeah, you know, I'm not a temp. <laughs> Like, apart from that, like, it's absolutely fine. It's always been so, you know, it's it's been an absolute pleasure, like, I suppose, to work. Like, I absolutely love coming in here every every week and doing, hopefully doing what I do best. <laughs> I don't know if Peter would agree with you, but... I'm yeah. sure he would. Uh, I'm sure he would because, um, you know, anyone that's as diligent as yourself or as prepared as yourself... Um, you'll definitely go someplace in life. Well, I just asked that question because it's just, it's a question I shouldn't have to ask or anyone should have to ask really. Like no one, no one asks me what's it like being a man in tech or like, what the, do you know what I mean? But, yeah. but, but I it's just, if it wasn't so male oriented, you know, I suppose you wouldn't have to ask the question, but you know, it's just, it's just the law of the land really, I suppose. Yeah. But it's good to like to see the times are changing. Absolutely, 100%. And, like, I've even seen it, like, from when I first started here in Allen Park to now, like, the influx of, say, junior girls that we've had here, it's just incredible. Do you know, like, we've gone from having maybe, what, 25, 30 girls to maybe having nearly 100 over 100, you know, which is excellent. So it's it's really, really good to see, and it's, it's a really, like, it's a positive, which is fantastic. Oh, that's brilliant. Something I delved into a little bit next in next week's episode, but something I'll ask you. I'm a parent, but I am of two. Um, and with child number one, I would have been the not so fun parent. This is how you hold the club. Fix it. Right, you're five. Fix it. Swing it properly. Okay. Yeah. So for parents out there who want their kids to get in and into the game or whatever, is there a game? that you can walk us through really quickly just to make it fun for them, aside from saying, come down to Ellen Park and just let them in, right? But is there a game you can maybe start someone off? And if they like playing it a couple of times, then bring them to a, a club to start. Like, even if you could, you know, you can get those kind of easy grip clubs in, like, you can really get them anywhere. Like, we have them here in the shop. They're so I to say, check out ellenparkgolfclub.com for your easy grip clubs. <laughs> All in the top. <laughs> So, like, you can get those easy grip golf clubs. Chuck them the easy grip golf club. Always just say, you know, left hand on top, it'll make you hit the ball quicker. And then go and get those little, you know, the plastic golf balls that have the holes in them that just let the air flow through? Bring them to, like, a park or bring them even in the back garden and just say, you know, copy me. Don't get technical. The second you start, the second you start to go, you know, no, you're doing it wrong. You know, like no kid wants to hear that. I even remember from, you know, when my dad was trying to teach me, like, say, for instance, how to play camogie. I used to just walk off in a huff <laughs> half the time. But um, just keep it fun and just, you know, it doesn't have to be correct, you know, when they're starting off. Just left hand on top and just get them to try and sweep the grass and then get those little air, those little airflow balls and away you go. 
Absolutely. Definitely something for us all to try at home in our back gardens if we're not ripping them up like the neighbours are here. Um, quick fire QA, Amy Condon. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go for Joe, walk on Sam B. Um, it would have to be Florence and the Machine. The dog days are over. I haven't had that one yet. That's a that's a that's a tune. I can see the Ellen Park Photoshop being opened on a daily with that on on speaker. I the lecture taking on it was just it was incredible. It was amazing. Jim or pizza? If I say Jim, I'm lying, so I'm going to go with pizza. There's no, liar, there's no liars on this show. No. <laughs> hat, visor, or bucket hat? I am going to go... I'm going to go bucket hat. Love it. There's one in the post. <laughs> Happy Gilmore or Tin Cup? Happy Gilmore. Guinness or Heineken or tea, if you're that way inclined? Guinness, all the way. <laughs> Love it. Walk or cart? Um, I am going to say walk. Get the steps in. <laughs> Instagram or Twitter? Oh, Instagram. And play or practice? I am going to say play. Lovely. Amy, kind of one last bonus one. Sure. And this would say this is your like your going away dinner before you go to the States next year. And you can have any six people you want at Amy Condon's candlelit dinner. You are at the top and three people down inside. Who's at the dinner? Dead, alive, celebrity, golfer, fantasy. You can have Harry Potter there if you want. Okay, okay, okay. I am going to say Tiger Woods. We are going to go Gary Player. Can bring his brother? Can bring his brother? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> He's a lad in his pocket there. Three golf balls. He always has them to hand. <laughs> Um, Gary Player. Who else? We'll go David Ledbetter. Would love to just have a chat and just pick his brain, I suppose. Um, who else? Rory McIlroy. We will put in... Who else? I'd l Bryson DeChambeau. Surprise, surprise. If he fits through the door. Yeah, like, I just don't pick his brain and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, how many is that? Is that five? You have two to go, yeah. You have four. I think it's four anyway, but sure, yeah. Who else? We say Christina Aguilera. Um, and then who else? We'll go Jim Carrey. I think he'd be he'd be good fit. <laughs> if he could, that's, that's quite... Uh... An exciting table to be at. Amy Condon, I'll see you down in Ellen Park on my nearest opportunity, protocols allowing. Thank you for your patience and your time. <laughs> no problem at all, Paddy. Thanks for having me on. An absolute legend among people uh, on this show, presented by Seed, who are legends among people, and Amy Condon, another legend amongst us all, doing great work in Ellen Park. Uh, I think she might be positively the most positive person I've encountered. Um, really great outlook on life, has a steady head on her shoulders and has goals. And I like a person who has goals and more so has a plan, has a process and is trusting the process to get to those goals. For her, it's getting to the PGA and building a program and leaving a legacy in Ellen Park and looking 
to leverage the PGA to travel the world. Um, and that's what you can do. Um, just need a plan. If you don't have a plan, well, we can make you one. Uh, feel free to reach out to me and I might be able to help you get in touch with someone. I don't pretend to know everything or everyone, but if you don't ask, you definitely don't get in this world. If you have enjoyed the episode, please do leave a review wherever you're listening to this. Um, I have it on my Instagram, how you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, so check that out. PaddyTalkScott.com, there's a, an article, a little blog going up each week. Nothing too serious, a couple of paragraphs. Uh, it was Crude Island this week so check that out let me know if you like that uh, and if i should keep doing it so yes leave a review tell a friend about the show it's growing nicely listens are good i don't get too bogged down by the numbers but it's nice to know that what i'm doing is landing well with you all that's all for me today next week is another person with a superb outlook on life and an even better personality so i'll leave you with that have a lovely weekend golf is back on monday so let's get cleaning our gloves over the weekend and we'll talk to you soon until we teed up again soon i'm patty